time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. Very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. We'll be looking back at last Sunday's superb Betfred Cup semi-final success and the midweek win against Hamilton, as well as looking forward to an early start this Sunday when it's Kilmarnock against Aberdeen at Rugby Park with a 12-15 kickoff. We'll also look ahead to the rest of the weekend action. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor, as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott, joining me in the studio as ever, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And uh, First of all, Dave, last Sunday was, uh, it felt like winning a cup, didn't it? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, it, it took me uh, all my efforts, uh, bearing in mind I was sitting in the, the media gantry at Hamden, of course, not to uh, stand up and start jumping up and down, but I celebrated inwardly. No, it was a, it was a great triumph. At, at times, it was a little bit backs to the wall, but I thought we should, uh, you know, great defensive solidity. And, you know, Aberdeen got the goal that mattered, and it was it was a brilliant goal as well. Terrific corner kick from Niall and a great header from Fergie. Game done. And the irony is that Niall's uh, set-piece delivery had been quite wayward up until that point, right on the, the button with that one, and uh, Lewis Ferguson, uh, an instant hero with the fans. Absolutely. I mean, I think it was actually Aberdeen's third corner, only their third corner in the game. And it, it did ha- highlight the importance of set-piece delivery because, if you recall, Rangers had quite a number of good positions and James Tavernier delivery was woeful uh, virtually throughout the game Uh, but that one piece of quality was the difference between the two sides basically but uh, there was a lot of tenacity a lot of fight, a lot of desire shown by the Aberdeen squad, I think they knew that you know everybody was expecting them to fail and they took great pleasure in ramming that right down their critics throats. Mm -hmm. And then we followed that up, it could have been uh, the atmosphere at Hamden compared to the atmosphere on Wednesday night, chalk and cheese Dave and uh, um, it could have been all too easy for it to be fall flat but that didn't happen and we saw three very well taken goals indeed. Yeah, fantastic. A decent crowd of over 12,000, including a whole 38 uh, Hamilton Aki's supporters. But yeah, it was uh, a very good uh, performance by and large. Uh, it wasn't perfect, you know, it, it never is, but um, it was a very good performance in, in patches at least. And uh, three three very good goals. Um, in particular, um, well, there was one that I asked uh, Scott McKenna about his uh, good friend and defensive partner. Um, Mikey Devlin uh, asked him about uh, Mikey's goal yeah I'm pleased for him but his was lucky <laughs> mine's was a better strike <laughs> nah I'm joking it's great for Mikey I was actually telling him at the time he hit it when it opened up for him and thankfully it went in and to get the third goal uh, to get the third goal it kind of killed the game off and we were in cruise control from then on it was a fantastic goal and uh, the goalie possibly will look back at it and think he could have done better. But uh, The goalie can't... will definitely look back <laughs> and well, think yes, he should maybe. have done better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, Dave, there, there was arguably an even better strike than that. Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, James Wilson absolutely uh, shelling one into the net uh, from where. Great technique, great goal. Ferguson seeing plenty of the ball. Knocks it across to McKenna. Back it comes from McKenna to Devlin. Devlin plays it forward, finds Wilson. Come off his man nicely, tries the shot. Wonderful goal, James Wilson. Oh, that is top, top quality. I mean, you you said hit it, Mark, but... uh, 
You know, that is quality of the absolute highest calibre. His second goal for Aberdeen, one to remember. And the mark, Andrew, was Mark Reynolds, who was on commentary on Red TV along with us, say, and he, he did say hit it. And he... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he could see that, you know, he, he'd done well. Well, the defender didn't do well. He didn't get nearly close enough to James, who so was able to take a touch, get it out from under his feet. But the technique to smash that in uh, from fully 25 yards was, as I said, you know, top quality. Starting to show real class, James Wilson, as as the manager promised he would once he got himself match fit and up to fitness. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's been a journey for him, but uh, you know he's confident. He's very confident that he's heading in the right direction now. One of my better ones through my career, so mm-hmm. I'm um, very happy with that. Just thought found myself in a bit of space and felt good in the warm up for for my shooting. So thought why not to give it a shot and it flew into the top corner, thankfully. Yeah, certainly. I'd obviously like more minutes, um, but. With the injuries I've had, I'm happy with my progression and um, hoping to go forward on this and hopefully try again for Sunday. Yeah, I've been working a lot hard in uh, in training. Um, hopefully, just getting my fitness up. Um, the games coming up will be good, a good test for me, um, and hoping just to stay as fit as possible and do well for the team. So it's been a good period, Andrew. We're into the Betfred Cup final um, and we, we won 3 0 on Wednesday night. This Sunday, it's uh, against a team with a great record down at Rugby Park in, in recent times, but Kilmarnock are very much in form. They are indeed um, unbeaten in their last six, four straight wins and then back to back draws against Hamilton and Rangers. But as you said, we've won our last eight successive away games in the league at Rugby Park, throw in a cup uh, quarter final replay victory against them last year as well and Aberdeen never have any fears of going down to Rugby Park but they've been improving steadily under Steve Clark. I think a lot of people expected them to, to have a, a little bit of a, a relapse this season that hasn't happened uh, but they have one or two injury and suspension uh, absentees so it's it's going to be a very tight one it, but I think if Aberdeen are at their best uh, they certainly have no fears of going down to Rugby Park on Sunday. Greg Stewart uh, will be a miss for Kilmarnock because he's showing what we would like to be. He looks a lot fitter mm. than he, he was uh, with us last season. Yeah, and, and he only seems to score uh, brilliant goals, uh, doesn't he? Um, by all accounts, it was a, a cracker uh, against uh, Rangers at Ibrox. He scored a great goal against Hibbs as well, and a great goal against Aberdeen at Pitodri last time out. Um, yeah, they, they'll still be a dangerous side. Certainly, uh, Derek McInnes expects nothing less than a tough test against Clay. Commander uh, notorious for making life difficult. Um, and uh, for teams, you know, they've uh, they managed to get good results over a, a period now. I think over the last year or so, they've been very consistent since Steve went in. So there's a familiarity about them and how they want to play, and uh, they've done extremely well. So uh, for us, um, you know, we look at the opposition, of course, but we're looking more so at ourselves to try and keep finding good performances that will give us a chance to win, and hopefully we can have that on Sunday again. Confidence will be high, Andrew, and uh, that that is very much uh, uh, such an important part of the game of football at this level. It is indeed, and uh, I think a lot of people are talking about a corner having been turned over this last week with that excellent win in the League Cup semi-final, backed up with uh, a thoroughly professional performance against Hamilton. This one, if we can win that, then people are going to start to take notice, I think, of Aberdeen once again. It's still very, very tight in that league table, but... Uh, 
by the turn of the year, given the number of games that we've got in, in December alone. Uh, With the, the Dundee one now added this afternoon, uh, the 18th of Tuesday, the 18th of December. So we've got nine games, just nine, the nine in December. Just nine league games in oh. 28 days. Merry um, Christmas. Indeed. <laughs> uh, but uh, if we can get ourselves onto a good run, uh, you know, having a, a, a tough schedule like that uh, in terms of the number of games, if we can go into that with a bit of momentum behind us, who knows where we could be by the turn of the year. McKenna Devlin partnership at the back, Dave, uh, domestically has only lost one goal when they've played together that, down at Celtic Park, and they're starting to look, they're starting to understand each other, know each other's game inside out, and it's paying dividends. Yeah, absolutely. They get on very well off the park. They they stay together. Um, although Mikey Devlin said after the, the Rangers game uh, last weekend, there's there's no romance between them. I said, is there a bit of romance? He said, yeah, maybe just a little bit. But they have got a very very good partnership. It's like they've been playing together for years absolutely rock solid uh, at the back Uh, Scott McKenna though he says it's just vital to stay focused I think that's what we need to do obviously the cup final will be in the back of everyone's mind I think it needs to be because you want to be playing well every game to to stay in the manager's thoughts for that game but in terms of the league I think you do just need to focus on the next game we'll get Kilmarnock out of the way hopefully get three points there and then it'll just be on on to Hibs and obviously after that we'll get a wee break but in terms of just now, all the focus is on, is on Kilmarnock, the game at the weekend. Back to Kilmarnock, uh, Andrew, and, and Steve Clark. I mean, his record against the old firm, his record since he's come in is uh, nothing short of miraculous. Indeed, uh, I was just looking at uh, his record. This will be his 50th game in charge on Sunday. He's won 26, drawn 12, and only lost 11 games. And as you say, you know, he's beaten both sides of the old firm at Rugby Park. The one team that he can't be- get the better of on home territory is Aberdeen. Uh, the the win that he's, he's had against Aberdeen, of course, came up between Audrey and they got a draw in the Scottish Cup last season as well other than that he's just tasted defeat in every game against the Dons so yeah you just wonder does that you know push Kilmarnock a wee bit harder to try and, and stop that record or in the backs of their minds are they thinking oh no here's Aberdeen again we know what the outcome of this one's going to be well, let's hope that is the case, Dave. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, as Andrew said, though, uh, what a terrific uh, uh, job uh, Steve Clark has done. And that, those sentiments are certainly echoed uh, by Derek McInnes. There's no real stars at, at Comana. What they have is a real um, solid work ethic. You know, very um, admirable how they, they go about their work. You know, So there's no real surprise that they're still getting results. They've just continued, really, where they left off um, and it may seem like an easy thing to do but that isn't you know it says there's a lot of good working on there both um, from the players and obviously the manager You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday I'm Dave McDermott alongside Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway we'll continue our build up to Kilmarnock against Aberdeen after these Red Friday with Dave McDermott, Andrew Shiny, and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, it, it should be a good game on Sunday. 
It should be, uh, because Kilmarnock are attractive to watch. Um, they've got a good base to their side. You know, a fairly solid looking back four. Usually O'Donnell, Broadfoot, Finlay, Taylor, Dickern Power doing the hard work in the middle of the park. And then you've got guys like Chris Burke, Jordan Jones, uh, Eamon Brophy if he's fit up front. So, yeah, they're, they'll fancy their chances, make no mistake. But uh, Aberdeen have got a lot of players who are, are just really hitting their straps now in terms of, of form. Gary Mackay, Stephen was a wee bit quiet on Wednesday night didn't see a lot of the ball so I'd expect him to have a, a big impact McGinn looks fit again James Wilson we've spoken about he's got quality in abundance and uh, we're, we're looking much more solid at the back so it, it's a game that really should be one to savour for everybody going along on Sunday We do need to keep the, the you know we've got the confidence up we need to keep that going the manager mentioned before that uh, it's important we usually go in a run we haven't so far this season yeah things looking very good indeed for Aberdeen as as for Scott McKenna he's just focusing on on just maintaining that momentum we know it'll be a difficult game it always is from the quick Marnock away but I think after our last two results we just need to go into the game full of confidence and obviously it was a big result Sunday and then to go out and score three goals it's just good for us and uh, we're in a good place just now looking forward to the game Maybe we're a bit stop-start earlier on in the season, but I think now when we've got momentum behind us, we just need to try and keep carrying it on. And I think if, uh, as a team, we manage to keep the ball out of our own net, it gives the boys at the top, uh, the top end of the pitch a chance to, to score some goals in that one of those games. And Andrew, everyone's delighted that Andrew Considine, because it looked so bad at first last Sunday, but uh, thankfully he's in the travelling squad. He missed out on Wednesday night, um, but he, he could be back in contention, which is great. Yeah, um, it, it gives the manager a wee bit of a selection headache because I thought Max Lowe was excellent at left back on Wednesday night. I say at left back because he popped up all over the pitch uh, doing a, an excellent job for the team. I think maybe if we're looking to be a little bit more defensive, Andy might come back into the team but uh, yeah it was a very worrying eight minutes or so when he was laying prone on the pitch at, at Hamden because we knew that he'd suffered concussion earlier on in the season in the friendly up at Cove Rangers and there was always the worry that that had in him uh, had some bearing on why he was he was down there prone but uh, fortunately he got very good medical assistance and delighted to say that he's he's fit and healthy, healthy and healthy again I don't think anybody who was there last Sunday would have thought there was any chance whatsoever that Andy would be back in the squad for the, uh, just a week later? No, when, when I could see him lying there on, on, on the turf, uh, you know, not moving at all, Dave, I, you know, I was very worried indeed. The, you know, the game uh, became, you know, almost an irrelevance at, at that time, but uh, great to see he's uh, up and running again. And the manager, understandably, he's very pleased that Conti's okay. We've been the squad to travel, which is brilliant to have Andy back yeah, so quickly after. Maybe I was feeling it was a lot more serious since last Sunday. He's been um, a terrific servant for us and continue to be, and uh, he uh, he gives us so much. Uh, but the biggest thing he gives us is that consistency, and now he's got the experience to go with um, everything else uh, he, he has as a player. Uh, and great that we have him back. Well, we've heard from the Aberdeen camp. Let's hear from the Kilmarnock manager, Steve Clark. That takes us to six unbeaten. That's a difficult thing to do in this league, so we, we'll, we'll try and keep going uh, come Sunday. But we, we we know Derek's team quite well. We've played against Aberdeen a lot. We drew them in the cup last year and had a replay, so lots of games against Aberdeen. Uh, we both know each other quite well, and I would imagine it'll be another close, tight, tough game. 
there was something mumbling from some of the sport up there that they seem to be unhappy with the way Derek was going for four weeks ago, but it just shows you how quickly things can, can turn around through the way to the last week's win for them. Yeah, it's the life of a football manager, isn't it? If you're not winning matches, you you soon come under a little bit of pressure, a little bit of criticism, but Derek's been doing it long enough to know how to handle that. And for the final look ahead on Sunday's clash between Kilmarnock and Aberdeen, here's the kid in the kid room. Kilmarnock can be a rubbish team. Well, I know the bet Celtic brought Chris Boyd to sumo. I can still hope Aberdeen can give us a win. I'm hoping the result will be 3-1 to Aberdeen. Right, got one thing right. <laughs> <laughs> Describing Chris Boyd there. Yep, yeah, so 3-1 Aberdeen, that's his prediction. Let's say you've got the, the scores on the doors, Andrew, for the predictor as it stands currently. Yeah, uh, Dave, you did well last week. You got five points, but you're Oof. still trailing away in there in last place uh-huh. in 48, uh, 38. Sorry, uh, Red Army are in 43, I'm in 45. Dave, you're streaking ahead now, 48 points. Oh, streak, streak. That's an unpleasant thought. <laughs> right, uh, let's get on with this week's. Uh, we've got the Don's prediction of the Red Army is represented by Rory Topham coming up later on. But uh, first of all, Dave, St Mirren against Rangers, lunchtime tomorrow. Yeah, Rangers, they'll be fired up after Aberdeen beat them and Killy drew with them and the Saints are on a dreadful run. St Mirren nil, Rangers 3. Andrew? Uh, I'm going to go 2-0 to Rangers. I've gone 4-1 to Rangers. We'll stay with you, Andrew, for Celtic Hearts. Well, Hearts don't have their injury worries to seek. Uh, Stephen McLean is going to be suspended. Uh, Stephen Naismith's out. So where are they going to get goals against a Celtic side that are running into real form? I can only see this being a Celtic victory, and I'm going to go 3-0. Dave? Uh, Closer than that for me, Dave. Celtic, they certainly appear to have got their mojo back, scoring plenty goals too. A tough one, but a narrow home win for me, 2-1. 4-0 I've gone. Uh, Dave, Hamilton against Livingston. Uh, I'm going for Hamilton 1, Livingston 2. Aki's uh, outclassed at Pataudry midweek, of course, but they never gave up. Livy's impressive run ended at home to St. Johnson last weekend, but I take them to bounce back. Andrew? Don't think it'll be a very attractive game of football, but uh, Livingston just in better form than Hamilton so I agree 2-1 to the visitors oh well we're all going 2-1 so that means there's no chance of it being that (laughs) Um, Andrew uh, Hibbs St Johnson um you know, there was no football at all in that Edinburgh derby midweek. Uh, but when St Johnston visit Easter Road, I'm sure they will play in a very different style to Hearts. So Hibs will have the expansive play on show. And I think, you know, despite the fact that Saints have, you know, won their last three without conceding, I think that run's going to come to an end. 3 1 to Hibs. Dave. Um, Hibs a point ahead of St Johnston uh, ahead of this game and I reckon that's how it will remain 1-1 I've gone 2-1 to Hibs Dave Motherwell against Dundee uh, Dundee they can't buy a win at the moment can they Jim McIntyre what a job he's got in his hands to revive the Dark Blues Motherwell 2 Dundee nil for me Andrew yeah they've had a 5 a 4 and a 3 against them so far under Jim McIntyre tomorrow it'll be a 2 2-0 two uh, and 2-0 I've gone as well another one that won't uh, obviously happen <laughs> uh, finally Sunday lunchtime 12.15 kick off Andrew Kilmarnock against the Dons well we've, we've spoken about this great away record that Aberdeen have I think the momentum that they've, they're starting to build up will uh, dictate how this game's going to go and I think the Dons will win it by a couple of goals 2-0 
Dave? I'm going for 2-1 Aberdeen, Dave. Have the Dons turned the corner after two good quick fire wins? I believe they have, but time will tell. OK, and I have gone 3-0 Aberdeen. So now let's get the Red Army this week represented by Rory Topham. OK, let's start with the scoreline for uh, the Saturday lunchtime uh, game, St Mirren against Rangers. 2-0 St Mirren. That sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, 3pm <laughs> kickoffs now. Uh, Celtic welcome Hearts. Uh, 1-0. Hamilton host Livingston. 2 0 Livingston, I should think. Hibs against St Johnson. 0 0. See Hibs suffer a bit. <laughs> uh, Motherwell play Dundee. Motherwell 2 0, I should think. 3 something. 2 0 Motherwell? Yeah. 3 0 Motherwell? 3. Go 3 0. 3 0. Yeah. Okay, and Aberdeen have saved the best for last Sunday lunchtime. Aberdeen away to Kilmarnock. Uh, let's get 4 5. 4 5 0 Aberdeen. 5. Go 5. 5 0 Aberdeen. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, that will do us. That will do us, yes. Uh, League two tomorrow. Peter Head are at home to Albion Rovers. Uh, back to Aberdeen, and uh, one player getting into a bit of bother potentially about social media. Footballers and social media, Dave. It's a, a heady mixture. Yeah, absolutely. We all know what uh, has been happening regarding uh, comments made uh, by Shea Logan uh, about uh, the Glasgow team on a, a video clip that was supposed to be private on on Snapchat. Where Snapchat, uh, you know, we're told. Derek McInnes, he just wants to draw a line under what some call Shaygate. We've had a frank discussion and uh, you know, just making sure aware, as all my players need to be aware, um, you know, the importance of you know, making sure that things remain private and words, are, words can be cheap, you know, whatever you say can be out there and you know, it's important that he uh, surrounds himself and takes care of his, his, uh, his own personal space better. And we didn't do our ones to watch. Uh, Dave, who's your one to watch on Sunday? I'm going to go for, for James Wilson. What a stunning goal against the Ackies. Onwards and upwards for him. Andrew? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, he was quiet on Wednesday night, so I'm looking for big things from GMS. OK, and uh, the other big talking point, of course, was the Edinburgh Derby, Dave, when things, not much football, as Andrew's already mentioned, mm. but things uh, did get a bit out of hand. Yeah, some absolutely, you know, disgraceful scenes. You know, any like-minded individual will be utterly appalled by, by what happened. You know, we had um, so-called uh, fans um, behaving absolutely disgracefully. We had, um, you know, the the Hibs manager Neil Lennon being hit in the face with a coin and being being floored and being treated on the track, and we also had um, at the other end um, the the keeper got you know punched in the face by the Hibs fans. The Hearts keeper got punched in the face when he went to uh, retrieve uh, the ball. A lot of people have uh, had their say on these uh, unsavoury scenes. Here's the manager's take on the Edinburgh bust-up. Obviously, you get abuse from fans and all the rest of it. Give a wee bit back. It's seen as a bit of banter from the vast majority, and, and that's the way we want it. We don't want just robots in the dugout and no kind of banter between supporters and all the rest of it. And Tynecastle probably is as, as much as you get. I mean, I'm, I've been called everything at Tynecastle, but it's actually a bit of banter there with the people behind the dugout. Okay, very briefly, Andrew, Highland Game of the Day. Uh, it kicks off at 2 o'clock in Veruri Locals against Fraserburgh. Ours is in the junior Stonehaven against Bridget on Thistle. Kilmarnock against Aberdeen. Lunchtime kickoff 12.15 on Sunday. Have a great weekend. See you next week. Bye-bye. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday.